Hey, it's time for Priority Pastor. Good day, this is Darren Wright, and welcome back to Priority Pastor. I haven't posted an episode, or at least recorded an episode, for a solid two weeks, which is a long, long time. I try to get out two a week, but in the last few weeks, the world has gone a little bit crazy. And uh, when things go crazy and you got to prioritize, in my world, the local church comes first. And so I've had to drop some of my own initiatives and projects and focus in on the two local churches that I'm involved in. I want to take a look at the 80-20 of disruptive crisis leadership. Or maybe it's better stated the 80-20 of leading in disruption and crisis. 80-20 pastors... Priority Pastor is about crafting a focused, sustainable life and ministry. And so the 80-20 of that, when it comes to disruption and crisis and your leader, and you want to maintain this this focus and stability, sustainability, the 80-20 is very clearly, in my mind, self-leadership. It's about taking care of yourself. It's about the idea of putting on your own oxygen mask first, as the attendants say before a flight. And this can be a little bit counter to our you know, our pastoral bias towards self-sacrifice, rightly or wrongly. But I've been thinking a lot uh, lately in this context about Robert Murray McChaney, who was a phenomenal minister and preacher, but he died at the age of 29, primarily due to overwork. And it was reported that he said when he was dying, the Lord gave me a horse to ride and a message to deliver. Alas, I have killed the horse and cannot deliver the message. And so... Self-care is important all the time, but I think in crisis that we really need to pay attention and maybe home in on. In fact, I would say that if if we've been cheating on self-care in the normal flow of life and ministry, then when there's a crisis, it can come up and bite us in the back. It can It can really surprise us because we don't have the patterns of self-care. We don't have a bias towards self-care. And the reason we need self-care so, so dramatically in these seasons is a broken routine and the addition of stress and the fact that stuff just takes longer. I feel some days right now, even though I'm getting a lot done, it feels like I'm walking in molasses. It just, things just, meetings seem to take longer and uh, preparing for the weekend seems to take longer. And it does, in fact, because of the video side of things. And so here's some some little 80-20 points for self-care in a time of disruption crisis. Some things I'm doing uh, that I've, you know, got the ideas from other places or I've just implemented them here that seem to be working really, really well for us. Number one, no news before 5 p.m. My wife and I do not look at the news before 5 p.m. and we're trying not to look at it after 7 p.m. So there's just a little window in there. And I tell you, that changes your day. You know, rather than taking a look or listen to the news at breakfast, and getting everything flooding in, not going to the news during a time of disruption and crisis actually helps a lot. I've got the alarm set on my phone and at 4 p.m. it goes off on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And at 4 p.m. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, I go do a light workout. And so the second point here is just some exercise. And I've got a TRX, a couple of straps hanging in the basement here. I do some stretching, a few suspended training exercises, push-ups, pull-ups, squats, those kind of things. We do one or two walks a day, nothing heavy, uh, but we do that and that just keeps 
keeps the blood pumping. Another thing we've done, I mean, I often live like this and except, except when I really need to get up at a set time earlier than usual, and that is no alarm clock. Uh, we don't have, we don't have the alarm clock in our room anyway. Our phones are outside our room, but we don't have an alarm clock going. We don't set the alarm so that if our bodies need to sleep, we're sleeping. And we, we're trying to get to bed at a consistent time. And so we tend to get up at a consistent time. But every now and then, it's like your body can just use that extra hour of sleep or so. And so in this season, we allow it. Because the rest that's needed is not a function of physical exercise, but of the stress and the mental duress that we are under. Something else I'm doing, I'm setting a single significant weekly goal. And of all the different moving parts in my life and ministries, I just look at the start of the week, and I've already set them for the next four weeks, the one thing I hope to accomplish in any given week. I know there's you know 20 things I probably need to accomplish each week, but there's one thing that's kind of the priority, the primary project, not trying to do too much, but trying to make sure I'm doing something productive along the way. And then uh, another thing we're doing, I know there's a lot of talk right now about people maybe going to end up after this uh, COVID crisis with the COVID you know, babies, and some people are going to come out with COVID bodies, which is, is uh, typically not seen as necessarily a good thing because of all the extra time inside and the, and the snacking and stuff. Well, how about going for the COVID abs or something like that? Uh, we're right now in the middle of our, our annual metabolism reset which is a reset we do. It's a bit of a liver cleanse thing. It's a bit of a recovery time between cross-country skiing season, which we do in the winter, and canoeing season in the summer. And right now we can't do either. And so it's a perfect time. It involves a smoothie of a certain kind of concoction of a smoothie my wife makes for breakfast, another for lunch, and then a, a little bit more wide open dinner. Uh, you know, there's some protein measured amount, some carbs measured amount, lots of vegetables. In fact, it's all you can eat vegetables all day, any day, all the salary you want. Yum. But uh, that's that's the reset. And what I find it does, you know, it's a little bit like a fast, but it's not quite a fast. And I do, the intent is not to lose weight, but I do lose weight. I think the last time I did it, I lost, you know, somewhere north of 15 pounds. And, you know, some some of that came back as was intended, uh, but it does does lean you up and it does help your body, your soul, your spirit, your thinking. And I'd say another another point here is then to have some thinking time. Carve out some time every day where we're just thinking, where you're where you're going analog, as as Perry Marshall likes to say. You're not on your phone, you're not on a computer. You're sitting down with a notebook or a paper book, and you're writing, and you're reflecting, and you're thinking, and you're praying, and you're just allowing uh, some time to not just de-stress, but but in an unrushed way think through the challenges of the day or the week. This is all tied to. You know, a phraseology that Alex Sharfin uses, the idea of reducing pressure and noise. What are the things you can do in your day to reduce pressure and noise? And, and those are some of the things things that I'm doing. We continue to, again, this is a Sharfinism, uh, hyperhydrate. We start our day. I start my day with about 20 ounces of water, right out of bed, 20 ounces of water. And uh, one other point that's kind of come up is to make sure you're sharing with someone uh, that you're a little bit transparent, maybe even vulnerable with someone sharing what you're feeling, what you're thinking, what you're worried about, what your stresses are, and make sure you don't get into isolation. You know, some of us who are lean towards the introvert or energized side side of things, we don't mind a bit of isolation. We don't mind a bit of a lockdown, but we need to remember there's others who really do mind that, and that we ourselves do need human interaction as well. So that's the eighty twenty. 
of leadership in crisis and disruption. And the 80-20 is self-care, self-leadership, taking care of yourself, putting on your own oxygen mask, mask first. So wisdom to you as you navigate this season of life and ministry. And I hope to talk to you again soon. God bless. Thanks for listening. Press on. Thank you.